Well, hello there. Good morning. Good morning. The sun is shining. Good morning. <laughs> it sure is. So are you. <laughs> oh, man. I've just, like, been so happy. <laughs> Me too. Like, just, it's crazy. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, um, same. I, I just, like, I'm just so, I'm filled with so much joy. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I, I was wondering like on Saturday if maybe we're just like twins, like maybe like you and I like share some energy or something because I felt like maybe you were filling me up with energy on Saturday because I was just like out of control <laughs> on a spiritual journey <laughs> that I can't wait to tell you about. Well, you know what? I find that really special because I honestly just think the more that I continue into my magic and keep going my path, I think the more that it's starting to ripple out and I see more people opening up to it and like feeling comfortable and like coming to me and asking me questions, right? And then the very next morning, somebody sent me something about the divine will, posted it on my Facebook timeline. And at first I was like, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. After this very enlightening evening I had the night before, why am I being such a grump? And I was like, okay, I'm going to embrace this. And you know, the divine will is, ooh, what is that? Are you making whipped cream? No, I have to water my plants. <laughs> oh, it sounded like I'm, a whipped cream. Like <laughs> I'm wetting my plants. <laughs> oh, moistening them. Um, yeah, so she... Um, she was telling me about the divine or whatever, giving me like a video about the divine will. And I was, you know, she's Catholic. And I was like a little bit apprehensive about um, listening to it. But it turned out like there was a lot of information. I haven't even finished listening to it yet. And I was like, this is, this is kind of exactly what I was looking for. It's almost like a sign that I am following in the right path. And the night before I, okay, sorry, I'm going to let you talk, but I had ordered you go. I'd ordered McDonald's and like, I don't, I don't need a McDonald's that much, but I was like, should I do this? Should I not? I was like, ah, F it. I'm getting some McDonald's delivered. So I got it delivered and my order number, I, I told you after we had. It was 311. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> after we had Donnie on, like, I don't usually look into um, numbers and things like that. Like, it's just not on my mind, but 311 was, um, sorry, the noises in the background are like distracting me so much. <laughs> Um, sorry. It's okay. Do you want to start again in a few minutes or something? Or are you busy? No, I'll stop. Okay. No, yeah, it's just like, it's really I loud. I just get ADD. <laughs> I just get ADD and I saw my plants were dry and I had to put some water yeah, on Yeah, no, it's, it's all good. It's just, um, yeah, I just know that for anyone listening, it's going to be like, oh my God, what is, what are all these noises? I um, I can edit it out. No, but the, the number on my thing, I, I looked up after you told me to, I looked up 311. And that is like a sign that you are like on a new journey. And then the number on my on my order was three three three, and I was oh. like, "Okay, that's kind of cool too." And the three 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 is like very similar. And it's um, funny as you're saying three three three, it just timed three three three. As no, <laughs> are you serious? Uh, yeah, I was watching the number. <laughs> I I never I hardly ever I used to watch the number all the time, but I, I I'm not even looking at it right now. I had no idea. That's crazy. So yeah, three 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 is like a sign that your your guides are like watching over you and like that you're on the right path. It's kind of it's similar to three one one. So I was like, this is crazy because I okay. 
in season two, you brought up the, the Ites civilization in the city of Ai, A-I. You brought that up. Do you remember that? It was a long time ago. What exactly did I say? I don't remember exactly what you said, but it's just that you had like discovered it. And you know, it's really difficult to research. So I was going to ask you if you remembered, how did you stumble upon that? Because I was trying to, to research and I don't even remember how I stumbled upon it. What's it it called again? It's the city of AI and it's called the Ites civilization. And they were conquered, um, like thousands of years ago. And I, I, I don't, I can't remember a lot of information about it, but but it's something that has been written out of the Bible. And so then when, when, when this lady, her name's Wendy, that's why I kind of stuttered there, um, sent me this thing on the divine will, um, it was from a book, of, from some books of Louisa, which were originally, I believe, 5,000 pages, and they condensed it down to 400. So there's a, because they, the church and the hierarchy chose which works they felt the public were kind of ready for right Mm -hmm. so I have a feeling like as we go into this new revolution a lot of biblical information is going to change and things like this city of ites and and the city of ai it's like going to be uh, more important because I think it I think we've had artificial intelligence before we totally on this earth Yes. We totally have. This is not new technology. This is just new Mm-mm. to us, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's been like what like Atlantis. Like you could say the lost city of Atlantis. That's the same thing. Like they they were fully, I think, above their time with using things and stuff. And then I felt I fell into a tunnel. I I got into looking up this and I am like in the city where I live, Niagara Falls. It's like a war city because there's been a lot of battles fought here mm-hmm. and there are tunnels everywhere. And I'm like, but like, obviously they don't have signs on say like tunnel number 65, but there's like tunnels everywhere. And I'm so fascinated by them. So somehow I fell into like this wormhole of tunnels and now I'm signed up for like a tunnel webinar and I'm connected to all these like tunnel people. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like tunnel engineers, not people that live in tunnels like tunnel engineers and tunnel scientists and things like that. And I'm so excited. And yeah, that was kind of like the wormhole I fell down. And it, it doesn't sound that spiritual to a lot of people, but um, I've been looking for like new technology that I can kind of um, help myself with. And then this morning I found a job that I'm going to apply for and I'm almost certain I'm going to get because usually when I apply for a job, I get it. Like when I'm like, not when I I know I'm going to get it, I get it. The other ones I've applied for, I'm like, "Eh, I probably won't get it. I probably won't get it. This one, I'm like, they'd be crazy not to hire me. And it's working with cryptocurrencies. Which you've been talking about. I've just been like obsessed with, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm beyond excited. And, um, yeah, sorry. And, and also on Saturday night, I was like, shoot, I need like $250. Like I'm budgeting myself and I'm like, I really need like $250. So I'm kind of afraid to say this on air because I am like on EI, but I found a cash job and I'm so pumped. I'm going to go help some people clean up their yard, clean up their garage and clean up a few rooms around their house, which will probably take about 20 hours and I'll make about 250 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) So awesome. 
this is so I, I was actually talking about manifestation this weekend and it's like honestly when we ask we will receive but half the time we don't ask and half the time we ask with the words like I don't want this and the world doesn't yes. hear don't they just give you it right yeah like that's the thing is like you have to ask it's so important like I find that's what's been happening to me it's like you know everything has been taken care of <laughs> yes um yeah, you said that to me, and I, and I know about the law of attraction. I mean, we were going to have someone on this show that thinks he's the law of attraction guru. He's not coming on the show anymore because he called me beautiful 17 too many times. Um, and I'm not going on his show anymore either. It's just so inappropriate. Yeah, um, I, anyway. I, I, that is kind of one of my pet peeves is when someone reaches out to me and is like, oh, hey, pretty, hey, beautiful. I'm like, can you not use any other word to describe me or just say, hey? Yeah, he was like, um, when I told him, we're not, he's not like, sorry. So he's, he figures he's like the specialist in law of attraction and that like, I, I just kind of got the feeling from him that he like didn't think I knew much about it. And so when you were talking about it last week, I was thinking like, you know, I haven't really been using it as much um, as I, as I should. But when I said no to this person, he goes, you never know what you could miss with one decision. And I was like, I know exactly what I'm missing out on here, which is that you had the opportunity. It wasn't just the opportunity for me to meet you. You had the opportunity to meet me as well. Like, I don't know. It's like, you have to know what you're worth and you have to have your boundaries. Because yeah. I think this is one thing that going into this new world and going into this new energy that is coming out is people don't understand boundaries, um, yeah. right? Like we are allowed to say no without giving explanation. Oh, I gave it to him. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like you know, you know it, it's like so commonly like we feel like we need to buffer what we say, right? Like it's not, mm -hmm. it, it's like we need to defend ourselves and we use this as like a mechanism because it's like we never got taken seriously in the first place, right? Or you yes. just kind of go off because it's, it's either one or the other. Either you feel like you need to defend your need or you, you, you don't. I totally overshared with him. I, got, I definitely got defensive because I said back to him like, um, when you know your values, decision making is easy. So I like I'm, I know how to make decisions for myself. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I got a little defensive. But yeah, I mean to keep it positive, I think it's actually a good thing because I didn't give myself away for free to someone who didn't deserve it. Yeah, I don't know. No, it, it's it's true. It's like I I don't know. I wouldn't be comfortable if somebody kept calling me that. Yeah, it is uncomfortable. Okay, but like, let me ask you this question. If he was a really good-looking guy that you were attracted to, would you be okay if he called you pretty? No. Like that, and then, then that, I feel like sometimes that is, like, the double side of the coin, right? So, like, a girl doesn't want just any guy calling her pretty, but if that guy calls her pretty, it's okay. And, like, that's where it shouldn't no, be yeah. allowed, right? Like, it doesn't matter across the board. doesn't matter who's saying it. Like, you say that's inappropriate. Yeah, and I try to exactly, and I always try to keep that in mind. Like, am I treating this person like I would treat everybody? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> because I find that sometimes, like, I've seen that happen. Right. Like, this guy can yeah. call me pretty, but you're not allowed to. And like, I'm sorry, you yeah. can't really do that. Like, that's not really fair. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, and and I always make sure right from the get go if I get 
like kind of this weird skeevy feeling from people like I am in a relationship but no nah, you gotta trust they your, still cross trust your gut yeah I did for sure <laughs> um but we have like a really awesome guest planned for the end of the month I was telling you about him like he's he's definitely a lot younger than us I think he's around 21 but he's going to school for something nature related he's like very much like into hiking I would even call him like a professional hiker he'll need to tell you his designations but I'm really excited to get him I'm really excited to get him on the podcast um just to talk about because he's from Virginia to talk about what it's like to be like a hiker there because um it's a very different area I think yeah I think they have like a lot more uh like government owned parks there like here like I find a lot of times we could just like go into some nature but there's not as many government owned parks you kind of have to go seek them out yeah just from what I'm looking at on the map, it looks like there are a lot there. So I don't know. We'll see. And maybe I'm, I'm always like comparing. I got to stop comparing U.S. to Canada. We're all one continent. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. And another thing, polit- politics. I don't want to get too much into it. But I follow this alt news channel called Crossroads. And I'll let our listeners decide if this channel is a good alt news channel or not. But I have a feeling like they're just as bad as the regular media. media and here's why. The reporter who I've like come to trust had a very odd delivery yesterday. He's usually like very articulate in his words and he kept repeating himself and stumbling on words, which were odd words to me to be stumbling on. Like it was almost like he was putting a message out there. Mm -hmm. And one of the words he kept repeating was coup. If that's not a word, (laughs) that's not a word. So I looked it up. It's not a word. And he is part Hawaiian, this person. It's, the, the show is called Crossroads, and they're part of the Epoch Times newspaper. So if anyone wants to go on YouTube and check out the, the Crossroads show that I watch, they can make their own judgment. But I looked up Ku, and Ku is the god of war in Hawaiian um, tradition. And I was like, and Ku is also a term that Donald Trump coined in his show The Apprentice. It's also used, I didn't look into this because I didn't really care to know, but think of the KKK, the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, yeah. It's not, a, and it's not a real word. So I was like, this person is very, um, chooses their words very carefully and just kept repeating that. And it was very odd to me. And a few other words, which I'm not going to mention because it'll make me sound like I'm paranoid. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, and it was covering the election and this and that. And I've decided, like, I don't want to give my opinion on the election until January. <laughs> okay. Season five, we talk <laughs> politics. <laughs> you talk politics because I, yeah. <laughs> I don't really, I know. I don't really, like, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I can't involve myself too much in the media <laughs> understandably and I think because the majority of our listeners are American they might be expecting to hear something from that today so I'm just gonna leave it at that we covered it in the first 10 minutes <laughs> we ain't talking about it yeah <laughs> oh, it's 50, first 15 minutes <laughs> oh I guess I guess yeah. we just gotta like we gotta wait and see but it's crazy energy that's for sure like everyone's watching <sighs> Oh my gosh, I I put it out on Twitter this week. I said we weren't going to talk politics, and here we are. I put it out on Twitter this week that I wasn't going to be unfollowing people based on their political beliefs. And then somebody posted something like, oh, I've had a 
following me because of my political beliefs. I was like, that's crazy. And then she went and was like, yeah, well, anyone who believes in this is like, take, they're taking the trash out. I was like, whoa, that's like really, really rude. And then she was like, well, I don't stand for anyone that stands for oppression. And I replied to it. And then a reply to that was, nobody cares about you. And I was like, isn't that Oh, an oppressive thing to say. <laughs> like it just—it was just brutal on Twitter this week. That's just one example. I was like, "Oh my!" I'm just trying to keep my composure here. Can't say I did that much, but yeah. I mean, I was just trying to keep the humor alive. I—I I tweeted, "Mayonnaise farts are disgusting." Nobody liked my tweet. <laughs> I just thought—I just thought, you know, with everything going on, let's keep it funny. And I think I did hashtag fart joke. Nobody laughed. Anyway, <laughs> it's gr- that's gross, eh? I'm disgusting. Oh, no. It's life. Like, what are you going to do? What you going to do? What you going to do? So tell me, tell me what's good, Allie? Allison? Well, I think last week I was talking a lot about witchcraft, and then I feel like last... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Just the way you delivered that was funny. <laughs> So I spent all last week kind of researching shamanism, like the other side of the coin. I guess not really the other side of the coin, but just, I don't know, because the whole witchcraft, like, yes, parts of it resonate with me, but other parts don't. And like the devil. Yes. That whole, like the whole fact. Eating the hearts of babies doesn't resonate with you. I got, okay, so sorry to interrupt for the hundred million time, but during this two hour thing I was watching, like, they talk about eating the heart of, like, children. They talk about eating hearts. It's disgusting. Like, in the yeah. Bible. Oh, it's so gross. And I was like, Christians don't know what they're listening yeah. to. There were so many words. Like, one, of, okay, I wrote this down. I'm just, I'm going to let you keep talking about it. One of the things that really irked me about this was, gotta pull it up they use the word seminated and i was like seminated means either like a seed or semen so like please explain what this man is talking about like it just makes no sense but they're but people just sit there and listen in awe and they don't realize even what they're listening to and then he also said revelate the wizard revelations i googled there's no wizard revelations so anyway (laughs) maybe there is but it's not like common knowledge and he just kept talking like it was common knowledge okay but sorry so please tell me more about shaman because i know well it was more just like i had to i started like researching the difference between witchcraft and shamanism because like both are used to like help heal and both are very nature-based right um like it's all about using nature respecting nature but I think kind of what I ended up coming to was like witchcraft more manipulates energy to change a situation which is unnatural (laughs) while shamanism is more about going inside and transforming like the evil the darkness inside of you into light like it's more about alchemizing yourself it's more about alchemizing yourself and changing yourself so that you change your outer reality while with witchcraft you're more or less just changing your outer reality without changing yourself you know what I mean and I'm not saying this is exactly like everything but this is kind of what I'm coming to after watching like a whole bunch of documentaries and stuff like this is like 
the shaman is like a lifelong path that is about healing yourself and healing your community while a witchcraft is more like a solitary thing or you could be part of a coven but there is like a lot of like rules almost that they work with so it's it just I'm just finding more and more that I resonate more with the shaman path but I use part of witchcraft stuff like because Mm -hmm. I do think I have been a part of history where I was in a family that did black magic but then I've also been part of like a rainbow native tribe because the things that I do there's no way that I was just strictly that but I think that like I'm getting to really make a choice in this lifetime with what resonates with me um and just using it yeah so go ahead Sorry, something you said that resonated with me, um, because like you and I specialize in different types of energy. I know about like how man, um, what, what word do I want to use? Harnesses energy to the use masculine. it in like light bulbs and things like the masculine that. Masculine energy. So what you, okay, perfect. So what you said there that resonated with me was that you transform energy, yeah. and. And I know it sounds like so obvious, but that's so powerful but, um, yeah. because energy cannot be created or destroyed, but in transforming energy, you're able to harness it at a, at a larger scale. And something that came up to me yesterday that I also found really interesting is like, so we have all these now, this spiritual path is now becoming, it's a job. It's another job, just like anything else. And like everybody is doing it. And it's becoming very popular, which I get, but it's also kind of bothering me because there's a lot of surface stuff going on. And for the first time ever, we are bringing the material world into the spiritual world. You know, 50 years ago, like, you know, when somebody's like going and they're trying to manifest a car. Well, we wouldn't have fucking tried to manifest a car 100 years ago when there weren't cars. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, so this is like. It, and it, that's like a drop of oil in the ocean. Like you can't no. take it out. It's and do you understand like how we are now like almost screwing with the spiritual world? Like I want to manifest a thousand dollars instead of saying I want to be abundant. Like I want my life, my health, my family, everything to be abundant. We're like, I want a million dollars, which it's like, it's so much more personal than for the greater good of all. And that's where I'm having a really hard problem or like maybe that's where I'm not having a problem, but I think my path has now gotten to the point where I want to help others. Like it's not just about me. Like we all need to work together to create a good environment. Well, in season one, we, I was talking about season one of our podcast. I was talking about um, my Mm -hmm. vision board and I had a Ferrari Mm -hmm. on it. Cause I like love Ferraris, even though like, I don't even want to drive one. I just want to own one. And you, you, before you even knew I had a Ferrari on my vision board, you were like, you know, you can't put like a Ferrari on your vision board. And I was like, I have one. (laughs) But, but I understand what you're saying because you understood like what you just explained was what you already understood. Yeah. I didn't. And it's, it's so, and that's really interesting to me. I'm finding that though. And you know, I I watched this really great documentary and I kept taking notes about what the woman was saying. 
Because she was even just like, you know, when we can look at everyone and see that what they're going through, like, and see their light in them, no matter what they're going through, right? Like, so they're, they're depressed and on the brink of suicide and they just lost their mom or like whatever they're going through, see their light and know that they are here for that. We don't need to get like, you know, so common, we try and rescue people and save people without realizing they are a soul on their own journey and they have come here to live, to learn something of their own. You know, and we always try. Yeah, I'm think I'm just thinking. We always about try what to meddle saying. in yeah. and like, oh, well, you can't do that. But like, are we really focusing on what we're doing? Mm-hmm. So I have to tell you that. That's all we're yeah. really in and control like, of. And the shaman yeah. okay. is a, like all I get. Like, so plant medicine, right? And I know I've talked about this numerous times, but plant medicine has actually been like a huge part of my healing process. And on the weekend. <laughs> I went for a Changa ceremony. Oh, Changa. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I didn't know that's what it was. So I, somebody gave me Changa last year. I didn't, I thought I could just like make some tea with it. So and go there's to work. Chaga, which is, is, oh, is a okay. tea, but <laughs> okay. Changa, okay. Changa is like basically smokable ayahuasca. So what it is, it is all, it is a DMT MAOI infused smoking blend that is typically extracts from DMT containing plants are, that are combined with a blend of different herbs and the ayahuasca vine and or leaf to create a mix that is 20 to 50% DMT, which is akin to a smokable ayahuasca. So... It was honestly like it was amazing. Like I it hits you right away. Like you smoke it and like it hits you right away and I can't even like explain like I was total out of body. It's like I got sucked right out of my body and then I was like a little baby that was just being like passed around in room to room by like all these people just like marveling at me. <laughs> And I felt like I could hear this, like, every time I go into deep meditations and healings, I always hear a, like, a Native woman, like, singing and chanting and stuff like that. It always happens no matter where. So it's like I could hear her in the background, but I could also feel all this stuff. And it was like, I knew, like, I don't even know, like, how long I was, whatever. But I I got really cold at one point, like, because that's how I could tell I was out in my body. I have the craziest chills in my my whole body right now. And, like, like, like hard, hard nipples. I was, like, I was, like, so shaking because I could feel like I was out of my body. Like, I out of my body and then I it's like I got sucked up to outer space and then it was like I floated back down into my body like I don't even know how to explain it and then I remember like when I was like in my body and I'm like laying there and I just start giggling because I'm like oh this is what it feels like to be back in my body (laughs) (laughs) and then I opened my so very spiritual oh, yeah. And experience. then I opened my eyes and of course there's just like this tiny little dot of rainbow like right on the roof for me to see as soon as I opened my eyes. But I was like sitting there laughing like I don't want to open my eyes. <laughs> Wasn't it at nope. nighttime? 
When no, would this have been at I night? Oh, it was yesterday. during the day. Afternoon, probably at like two, two o'clock. <laughs> oh, I was like, how, how would you see a rainbow? No, I just like oh, happened to open cool. my eyes and there was like just a tiny little dot right where I opened my eyes of rainbow. And then it just made me feel so loved. So if anything, the experience just made me feel more joy, more love and like, hap- like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. In last week's episode, you kept mentioning that you kept seeing this and little now rainbow. I see, and then I so... just, like, so the rainbow energy is so clearly with me. It is, like, when, when I imagine, it's, like, I imagine just, like, this spiral coming down from the skies towards me that is just full of rainbow energy. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain wow. it. But then it's just, I just. <laughs> no you explained I it I can see it so I can happy. picture it. it was like I couldn't stop giggling I have like like I even woke up this morning with like just giggling at myself because I'm like wow what a life did I really just do like Shanga yesterday and like I'm I'm just happy like and I think it really helped me realize like we have so much available to us if we just change our perspective you know we can't go around saying that we're living in a toxic environment and expect that we're not living in a toxic environment. If we go around talking that like, (laughs) we are so lucky to be here and we have such a beautiful land. And like, it, it really like changes when you have love and gratitude, literally for everything you do and see. Like every time a bug lands on me, every time I experience something, it's, it's so beautiful. And my friend and I were talking about this yesterday. So like when a baby is born, and I think this is kind of weird how this is where my trip went to me feeling like a baby is like when a, yeah, when a baby is born, everybody marvels at the miracle of that little baby. Right. But then it's like, as we grow up, we lose that marvelous. Why are we losing that marvel? Like, I'm still a little baby that all these people are like marveling over. I just said this to my dad yesterday because we were talking about a person who both you and I are aware of, someone from the the area that we're from whose child passed away in a tragic car accident Mm -hmm. in a river. And it became, it it exploded in the media. And I said to my dad, you know, I don't understand this person has struggled their entire life because of some circumstances when they were a kid. Um, They brought the trauma into their adult life. And and I I don't understand how everybody cannot see that she is as much as a human as the human life that was lost. And they both deserve your compassion and your like they both deserve to be cared for, not just the life Mm -hmm. that was lost. So it's, yeah, I really, I really, I really truly think that. That's why we, we really have to lose judgments because we so commonly are so quick to judge people and put people down when really like, it's like, are you any better? Like, what are you doing? That's so much better. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. So my mom asked me yesterday, like, oh, so have you, have you smoked any? And she doesn't even want to like say the word weed. So she doesn't. She's like, have you smoked any? And I'm like, yeah, I actually smoked a joint today, mom funny you ask (laughs) but like my dentist even said to me you know if you slip up every once in a while on smoking don't be hard on yourself because you're doing a good thing if you think you should quit then that like I was like whoa my dentist is telling me this that's really nice but then my my mom said to me and I'm gonna get very like personal and I hope my brother actually listens to this one my mom said to me you know I'm worried your brother's gonna screw up at work and I was like "Mm." 
if you put that energy out there, woman, then it's going to happen. I'm like, control yourself. I like, be proud of him. Um, believe he's going to do good. And, and if you, if you're telling me that you, that he is trying to drink less and trying to smoke less, then he is doing what he can. And you are not helping him by believing he's going to fail. I was just like, like floored, like, just like my mom says the word floored. I was so angry with her, but just trying to like okay. teach her. I have how to actually, this that works. actually brings me to what else I read about it is like, we don't understand the power of our words, right? Like we don't understand the energy we're putting out there with the words we're using. Like words are spells, like you know, and yes. I have to, like, I'm trying to find this something that I actually wrote down the other day. Again. Okay, so you look, and I'm just quickly going to say, like, I was, my mom, she acts very weird around us when we drink around her because, like, she doesn't like when my brother and I are drunk. So I said to her, you know, if you want him to quit drinking, stop asking him about his drinking. And this Christmas, hand him a beer at your house because the only reason he drinks too much at your house on Christmas is because you don't want him drinking. If you hand him a beer, you're showing him, I respect you and I trust you. And I believe that you're capable of making good decisions on your own. But if you give him a dirty look when he cracks his own beer, he's just going to down that thing because he feels in his heart that his mother doesn't trust mm -hmm. him. So I hope she learned something from me. I'm yesterday. sure she did. I think she did. She was listening and I'm actually not really used to my mom listening to me. So I think she's, she's growing a lot having grandkids. It's been really, a really nice experience actually. Oh, we were just at three, three, three. Three, 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 three. Three, 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 Oh, me okay, too. And so this week I've been having to deal with um, the government. And I was like, sorry, I spilled, a I spilled some water on the piece of paper. I had your contact information on. And I literally heard her go, <sighs> I was like, whoa, okay, I'm not lying. Okay, so this <laughs> anyway, is what I wrote down talking about with the word. So there's a difference between experience and energy and sending energy. So when we're able to say but not send, like, and it talks about control we uh, transmuting so we are sending sorcery with what we are constantly sending with words abracadabra literally means i will create as i speak so words have vibration and manifest down um what words do you use and what energies like so we there uh, let me go to the other point where i wrote this down because it was really like okay um, it talks about how we keep people in the vibration of feeling sorry for themselves, right? Like so often we see somebody go through something tragic and we feel sorry for them. And we don't understand that whenever mm -hmm. we pity someone, we steal their soul. We rob their power. And can we really be sending a lot of energy? Like, are we sending good energy when we're pitying them? Like, right? Like, we should. When my parents divorced, we moved out of our small town. And I said to my mom, I am so glad to get out of this space where everyone mm -hmm. feels sorry for me. <laughs> 
Like it is so powerful. Like it's horrible. Well, and that's, it's a horrible that's it. It's like we are all connected. And like, can we look at people who are suffering and see their light? Can we see their div- divinity? Can we see their st- strength? Like that this is what they came into the world to do and that this is what they came here to work through. And instead of robbing them of their power and pitying them, you know, can we really Mm. be sending them energy and changing the dream that they're dreaming? You know, viruses have more will to live than people nowadays. That is why viruses are taking over, you know? Wow, that is so powerful. like, Like, what are we projecting into the world, you know? And like... 90% 90% of people are projecting hate. That is why we're living in a hate-fueled society. Like, come on, people need to start changing themselves, right? Like, I think this is where, like, change yourself, yes, yeah. change your outer environment. And, and honestly, by changing myself is the only reason why my environment changed, you know? And I think I can say this, like, from experience, right? I'm guilty of sometimes feeling sorry for people still, even though I know the power of it when someone feels right? sorry for, um, for me. But I still sometimes well, do feel sorry Well, our perception really people. does create our reality, right? Like, so, so even again, like, we sit around and we watch, like, what's going on and we're like, oh, this is so fucked up. Well, no wonder we're living in a fucked up society. Like, I'm sorry. Like, we're creating this, you know? Oh, and I, I, I myself, like, I'm starting to just see past and I'm going to call it like the, the Wizard of Oz like curtain because it, there's, a, there's a bigger thing at play here. It, you can't just, the people can't decide they're going to have a revolution um, because we're not, we're not the ones pulling the strings. So the people pulling the strings right now have decided we're going to have a revolution and the best way to control people is through fear. So all of these I'm going to call them fake scenarios. And as much as this virus might be real, there is a lot of fake unnecessary fear being used to control people in order to facilitate a revolution. So if we can just look at the bigger picture of it, people are allowing this to happen. Like this is what we don't understand. The more people who continue to turn on their TV and watch the news and do this instead of like reading, like, you know, we have the internet. There is, tons of resources out there available to you you can go to the library and you can Mm -hmm. still get books like you know what I mean it's just people are happy with being with believing what they're being told and I think that's where the problem is is like until and like you know we start talking about child trafficking and half these people don't want to hear it because they don't want to believe this is true we need to be fully aware of all of these Mm -hmm. things going on in order to change them you know so that that show that alternate news show that I watch on YouTube that I'm very skeptically watching still at this point because you know you you should question everything you're told I think but they are going into an underground tunnel that facilitates human trafficking this week and they're going to be airing it so um, one of the things that was said yesterday on the program was the only way we can fight what is happening right now to democracy is by sharing this information and not living in fear of persecution by individuals or something bigger exactly. for sharing your truth <laughs> yeah. and what you believe and is like, true. And, I, and again, like this is what all the mystic healers of the past were trying to say. Like, can we drop the sense of separation and be source? Like, you know, because when we can become source and realize we're all the same, that's when we can start transmuting all this energy. 
harmony within creates Mm. harmony without and until we are okay inside like this world is going to continue like this now I want to kind of just go back to what you said about um the material world um infiltrating Mm -hmm. the spiritual world so I'm guessing you've put a little bit more thought into that so I'm just I just want to like pick your brain on that a little bit maybe you can just freely tell me like because I don't even know what to really ask you like I don't know like before when people used to manifest it was like for our crops to grow for good for people right like a lot of this stuff was done for a community like a car is a singular self right like it's not or or like I guess like just you you want to manifest a bus so you can like drive people somewhere that's a little bit different but if it's like Mm -hmm. like like, I don't know it's it's it is all going back to that separation right like we living in a society where we're all we all have our house payments we all have our car payments we all have this it's like it's a very separate society and eat so i'm gonna separate myself from this question and just say for the, for people who maybe are manifesting things just for themselves like it's okay um, to manifest how... for yourself like it's not a bad thing to manifest mm-hmm. for yourself, but I think it's being cautious of what you're manifesting, right? Like, and from your perspective, how does, does a person, um, cause maybe someone would say, well, what's so wrong with me wanting, um, just me things just for me. And I'm not saying like, I, like, that's how I feel, but if a person is, is in that state of mind, like what, I think how missing would you the point respond of the greater to good? Right. Like it, it, it's, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong for being yeah. just for you because it is important to fill your cup up first, but it's like, once your cup is full, you're able to share, right? Like there is enough in the world to go around so, for everyone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So something I got onto this weekend was it just blew my mind. So the world population is growing at a positive rate. So there's um, a higher birth rate than there is death rate. And every 10 well, years Well, you know why so, that is? Because last... we are more prepared to have babies than we are to lose people. If we had something in place in society to help people die peacefully, we wouldn't be in this influx right now. Because how many people... Like, you know, hmm. I have, this is something that has come up to me a lot. Death dueling, um, death rites, death rituals. I'm very drawn to death. As you can tell, I work with a lot of animals. It's something that very, like the cycle of life, right? Um, so I think that's part of the mm-hmm. problem is like, we do not prepare people enough to die. Like there is hospice, but like hospice is when you're sick and there's no whatever. Like there, there just, there needs to be something more taught, I think, about death and dying. And well, people are devastated. Alex Trebek passed away. I googled it. He was eighty. But but it's like someone's like he my was eighty my years 90, old. Like I'm so that's upset. normal my to die when your old grandma died. Like you, you know how lucky she is to be ninety eight years old, and you got to spend that much time with her. Like. Oh. I know my stepnana was happy to die. And so ever since I met her, since I was 17, she would tell these morbid jokes that would just twist my brain. I was like, how could she be so morbid? But she explained to me, I lived a great life. I miss my husband and I want to go back and be with him in heaven. That's so sweet. And 
She said, my only goal, the only thing I want Aww. is to be a Gigi. She, that's what she called her great-grandmother. And this year, I, oh my gosh, I found a Christmas card that I never gave her last year that said, you're going to be a Gigi. Yay. Like, I was so excited. I sent the picture of it to my mom yesterday. Like, it was just so, such a sweet so, thing to so find. So, she was happy. Um, and so, she passed peacefully. And, and even though it was during COVID, nobody could go see her in the hospital. She never even She just to needed to know it was baby. here. But... She, and she could, and I, because I know she had such a morbid sense of humor, I can just imagine her laughing about the circumstances. Like, she wouldn't be upset. Only we, only, well, I'm not upset about them, but only her family would be upset, I believe, about those circumstances because it's, it's their experience with it. But her experience with it, I, can, I know she's up there laughing. I think it's just so funny. And I replied that in a tweet to this girl named... Charlotte Dobre on, and she's a Canadian um, actress who has like a YouTube channel and that I love YouTube, but she is a strong believer in this book called The Alchemist, I've, I've which read is exactly the Alchemist. what you kind of just got on speaking yeah. about the shaman. Oh, okay. So she was, she always jokes in her videos, like I broke up with my ex, but I wouldn't let him take my book, The Alchemist. And I've seen her mention this yeah. book, The Alchemist in a lot of videos. So even though she does like, like her videos are completely like i'm just gonna say immature because she's geared towards a younger audience but she definitely is using well alchemizing is um, transmuting energy so like okay so we have all these people who are doing energy work and they pull energy off people but where are they putting it what are they doing with that energy and i think that is also something we need to be like because everybody seems to be doing reiki but like I know I started pulling energy off of people and it took me a long time to realize like where I'm sending it. I'm sending it into the holy fire to be transmuted into love. Like, right. We have to transmute this energy and people are pulling off dark energy, not sealing it, not doing it. It's like people really need to understand what they're working with. Because if you are in something Hmm. doing energy work, you pull it off, you don't seal it properly. It comes right back in plus more. Right? Like we are working with real things. Maybe we cannot see them, but we can feel them. Oh my gosh, the way you're (laughs) clapping is exactly how I was doing it with my mom yesterday because I was like, mom, the energy is real. Even that clapping is energy. What you're doing is, and I was like, clapping just like that. Dancing, singing, moving, all of this, move your energy. I posted on Facebook this morning, uh, Instagram story this morning, that one of the best ways if you're an empath and you're feeling like dark, dense, have a bath or have a shower. That is the best way, best way to get yourself feeling better. Oh my gosh. When I was a couple weeks ago when I couldn't kick my headaches, oh, like it was like bothering Reza so much. I was showering like That's good six for you. times a day. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Like no, and minute, I felt I, it would I make feel me like feel better. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to go out of the bath or a shower. And like, I used to go in the river every day, but now it's kind of a little bit too cold. <laughs> Is it? I've heard a few other people that have like, um, yeah, but ponds the river is still swimming like in the, when the you ponds have in the running river. river, like, uh, it's too cold. I read it. I was in it. 
That is oh, true, true. I read it. It's so weird. I read it two in a row, though. Like somebody I know from Hamilton posted that, and then two seconds yeah, like, later, I, I read that from someone up I've in like, your area. Like, I'm like, that's so water. weird. And like, I think I was swimming up till the end of September, but it's it's pretty chilly now. <laughs> So you and I, we've covered like a lot of um, territory today, but one of the things I'm trying to look up right now and I cannot find it is the Illuminati mission statement because everybody views the Illuminati as this evil um, secret society. And is it real? Is it not real? It's very real. And they, um, I mean, I don't know everything about them, but their mission statement is to um, achieve success for the greater good, not for the individual. So, so your individual success should benefit the greater good. Otherwise, you're not following in the mission of the Illuminati. So I think, like, I mean, I, oh, they say a lot of very successful people are part of the Illuminati. I tried joining the Illuminati. I don't know if I'm really a member. Um, before I found my dream job, which was my last job, um, I'd always, I even had, like, dreams about like literal dreams about working there and it was a dream for me to work for a German engineering company (laughs) like I know not everyone has the same goals but it was a huge goal of mine so I joined the Illuminati and within a month I was working at that company and the reason I got a job there wasn't because I went out seeking it somebody recommended me for the role so it really was like I took the power out of my own hands and handed it over and it was handed back to me and my goals for working for a German engineering company were in no way selfish. Um, I always wanted to accomplish, I always wanted to accomplish my goals, I guess, I don't know how else to say it. I wanted to be accomplished in the industry to show other women that it was possible. Um, and now I'm, I'm moving on to other goals, which is cryptocurrency. And the company that I'm working with and I'm trying to get a job with their goal is to give financial freedom to every person on the planet. And I just think it's like such a beautiful thing. And they talk a lot about human rights when they talk, when they're, they base their, their currencies on human rights. And I just think like, it's so amazing. So I don't know, like I kind of went all over the place there, but I think benefiting the greater good um, can still, you can still, achieve material possessions but they can't be like your goal like you said putting that ferrari on my on my vision board was probably like 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 for me like i put a laptop (laughs) on my mind but it's like it's for a reason right the laptop to help me do business to help connect to the world and the reason i need 250 dollars is because um if like starting at the end of this month, I'm going to have to start paying for my website or our website, like hobbylobbychambers.com. I call it mine. It's all good. I know mine. Just you know, most of the time. But like it's it's ours. It's mine. It's a th- it's a it's a product of the podcast. And and I'm gonna start paying. Like it's not very much, but at the end of the month, I'm gonna have to start paying it. And it wasn't in my budget. And then there's just like a few other things I'm gonna have to start paying for at the end of this month. And I'm like, you know, it's not for me. Uh, but I'm I'm really passionate about this, and maybe that is why I was able to like manifest that money so well, it's true. quickly. Like, ask like, like just like, like that, you shall receive. And I think the thing is too is like when we start to let go of things that are like it's also important to let go and purge things that you are no longer aligned with. 
when we hang on to like literally everything and don't make way for anything new, like how do we expect for it to come in? Right? Hmm. You, you... Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking deeper. Right? Like, like, like for me, but you already. my life. Well, I, I, I cleaned my closet but it was out, the whole, but I don't, that's like very material. But it was even but think, Facebook. Yeah, you deleted like 300 people off Facebook. So you're allowing new connections to come in, right? That's what I mean. Oh, my gosh. And the people that have been like reaching. when you get rid oh of the gosh. static. Okay, so I actually, the people that, ha- yes. So, okay, so one thing, I reached out to this guy who has a Ferrari that I added to Facebook, Instagram long, long time ago because I was like, he has a Ferrari. I'm going to figure out how to get a Ferrari. And so I added him and I messaged him like, hey, are you into cryptocurrency? And I didn't know what to expect because like I've messaged this guy a few times about things and he responds, but he's never interested. But this time he goes, you know, I know nothing about it, but if you're willing to teach me, I'm interested. And I was like, that's exactly what I wanted you to say. And then I posted something like that I felt was maybe a little bit harsh, but I had a lot of people about like wearing poppies and in the state of the world we're in. And I was like, I, I just feel like really strongly about this. And I felt really strongly about this since March. So I'm going to say it. And I, cause I've said it to people like my mom or my brothers and they're like, Oh, you're so negative. I'm like, it's not negative. It's just passion. And so I put it out there and I got it like a good response. And then I messaged this girl who normally sells at the Orangeville farmer's market And I just sent her a message and was like, hey, I just wanted to ask you a bit about your business because I'm curious what you've done, like coping with COVID. And I really didn't know what to expect because we weren't exactly like friends or anything in high school. We're just kind of like acquaintances. And when you see someone really quickly at the market, like their mind is busy and you don't always get to be like, you know, the most (laughs) genuine because you're in that business mindset. Right. So, um, she said to me, I am so impressed with you and your endeavors. And I was like, what you I love when people say that to me like and then it's like yeah people are watching you even if you're not sure what you're doing it just like she she said I don't have time to read this entire message and respond right now but I just want to let you know I was like what I was shocked I didn't know what to think like when I sent her the message I was like I don't know how she's going to receive this and maybe she's going to think I'm nuts like 300 people on my Facebook used to think I was nuts. (laughs) Oh, and another friend of mine um, who I reached out to, like my best friend from childhood, she was like, hey, what are you up to? I was like, I don't really want to tell you what I'm up to because everyone thinks I'm crazy. She's like, well, whatever you're doing, I hope it works out for you. And I was like, okay, I'll tell you. And I told her and she she said like, oh, that's, that's great. That sounds awesome. And I just, you know. I have been afraid to share my story with people because I've gotten a lot of negative reactions. But the people who genuinely care about your well-being and, and mm-hmm. want you to succeed. It's true. That's not going to change. Find your tribe yeah. and they'll support you. I talked to my, to my dad oh. on the phone for three hours yesterday. Three hours on the dot. After three hours, I looked at my phone like three hours on the dot. It was like, dad, I'm going to go. It's been three hours. And... It was so weird because I guess he, he doesn't remember everything I say to him. The day before, you and I have talked about chickadees before in the podcast. The day before, he um, yeah. was, oh, yeah, baby, hit that bone. <laughs> was, um, or I was like, oh, there's a chickadee outside my window. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And just kind of like went on with the conversation. 
And then the next day, he's like, oh, it's my friend's birthday, and I found this original painting of a chickadee, so I'm going to give it to him today. And I was like, you totally were not listening to me yesterday when I was talking about the chickadee, but funny you say that. I didn't say that to him, but I thought, just thought it was funny, because if he had have like heard me say it the day before, he would have told me then. But he told me right at the end of the conversation, I was like, that's kind of funny, because we always... I love chickadees. Not always. We recently talked about chickadees on the podcast. <laughs> My grandmother loved chickadees, and then I was like, "Yeah, we used to always be like chickadee dee 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 dee." And then I you're do like, that all. He was just doing that on the weekend, or like so the other I morning. That was funny. And I was just sitting on the ground, and I could hear <laughs> chickadees and a cardinal and like these little nut hatches, and it was just kind of so magical. <laughs> Whoa, the birds here on Saturday were like having a party. They were so loud outside of my window. Like, like just, like, literal bird party. (laughs) And then this morning I was walking. um, I had to go run to the store and grab a a phone charger. And as I was walking back, I looked up. There were three birds sitting there. And birds are so funny. Sometimes they'll, like, they'll call out to my dog, I swear. Like, not call out to him, but he will hear them go, like, Bruce, Bruce. (laughs) And he looks up, like, they just called my name. And then, like, they keep doing it, I swear, because they see that he, like, listened. Like, they'll just keep doing it to him. And then this morning, I looked up and saw these three birds. And I was like, and they were making just, like, funny noises. So I was like, ha-ha, like, out loud, like, pretty loud. And I swear they were imitating me. I always me, like, talk, talk to birds. so funny. Anytime I hear a bird, I'm like, I try, I, like, look. It's like, I'll be, like, walking and I hear something. I'm like, oh, there's a bird or, oh, I, there's a snake. I keep seeing deer lately. Yep. Which was actually kind of interesting because, like, pretty much seven years ago, I was working for these guys, and I hit a deer, and I wrote my car off, and now I'm working, now I'm working for them again, and I just had a feeling when I left, like, I was going to see a deer, but it just, it was so great for me because, Mm -hmm. like, I was paying attention, like, I had a feeling I was paying attention, I was going slow, it was dark out. And it just went to, like, show me, like, how much, like, I've changed. You know, when they say, like, every seven years you shed your cells and you become somebody new. Like, I, I was mm. like, holy shit. And, like, I can feel these things. It's almost like I know things are going to happen and they happen. It's like I'm, it's like I'm. I can always sense really, the deers, too. I can yeah, always it's like I'm them. really getting because into I've, I've with the universe. It is so devastating to hit a deer and then for you to write your car off. Yeah, that was an interesting time. I smoked the fucking deer and I drove home. I didn't lose control. <laughs> so there you go. It, it oh, but the car was a, yeah. was a write-off? Like, because a couple months prior to yeah. that, um, somebody had run a red light and hit my car so it was already kind of on its way out and then it would have been the same amount of money to fix the car again and the car wasn't worth mm-hmm. anything any that yep at that point I've had that happen a few times my neighbor backed backed into my car my mom watched it happen so she and she knew their phone number because she sold their house to them so she called them. She was like, um, you backed into my daughter's car this morning. She's like, no, I didn't. I was like, well, I was kind of sitting there watching you do it. And she's like, well, should have been parked there anyway. And she was like, well, so you did hit it. Well, maybe. I don't know. And it ended up going through insurance. And, and they fought me so hard for it. And, uh, yeah, the car ended up being a write-off. But 
I hit I hit a deer in that car for sure. That car I also lost a headlight to a turkey hitting me. A turkey ran out of the ditch and hit me. It was a big turkey. My headlight fell out. And then one time I hit a deer and it rolled over. Yeah. I killed it, which like it's so sad when you kill a deer. It rolled over my car. And if it had a like the deer's body was so big that if it had have hit my windshield, I'm certain it would have come through the windshield. Like deer are heavy, but it skimmed right over the top of my car and didn't damage my car at all. Like the front of it was fine. Toyota Camrys are solid cars. So it hit the front of the Camry, nothing happened in the front. And we went and checked. The deer was still, the, sorry, the deer was dead. Went back to the car and all across the top That's of the windshield, there happened. were deer hair sticking up. It like came across like it, and like hit and like pulled, uh, my, pulled my hood up. So like it wasn't like I couldn't drive home. Like and it happened on highway of the cops because you could see the deer hair in my car. Like you couldn't deny that it hit a deer. <laughs> you know, and it was like 1 a.m. And like there wasn't yeah. any way I was waiting on the side yeah. of the road at 1 a.m. And what I mean, like, I just drove home. Yeah. I'm like, what do I even do? Mine was on um, not Highway 10, but what's the uh, road that, that Honeywood is on? Yeah, County Road 21. So, you know, when you go like down all those yeah. big winding hills that take you down to Airport Road, it was coming up the hill there, which was like, I don't know, like, my car, <laughs> some of the cars I drove could barely even make it up that hill, and then to hit a deer right going up that hill, like, I don't know, like, it's just, like, everything kind of worked out No, it's perfectly. divine timing, right? Like, it was favor. supposed to shake you up, but not kill you. Yeah, and then, so then, it, from then on, it was, like, I always, even driving, like, now with someone who's from the city, I will be, like, look we're in an area where there are a lot of deer and then I just somehow sense it. I'm like, it's like go slow. Like, it's like the deer. last three, I don't know, you just know. Three you just know they're days there. I've been out just driving. Like I've seen one. And it's nice. Like I'm just going slow and like I'll stop and then it like stops and like looks at me and then it runs away. <laughs> oh yo, I have to send you these pictures. Um yeah, we're getting to the end of the podcast here. I'm going to send you these pictures. I meant to screenshot them and send them to you already, but I didn't. This girl was driving to work and saw a flock wow, that's amazing. of bald eagles in a field. Yeah, that's really amazing. Isn't it? She was like, I can definitely say yeah. this is the only time in my life this has happened. Like, oh, wait, sorry. It might have just been two, but usually I don't think eagles, so solitary. eagles are like, um, like, like, in, like they don't... Solitary, yeah, that's the word. Like, they don't fly in packs. So, like, yeah. for there to be more than one is, an, like, a miracle. I saw an eagle earlier. I thought you would find that kind year, of cool. I'll look um, for the pictures. When I was portage camping, and it was really neat because there was, like, a mother and father and baby loon, and then there was, like, an eagle, like, above. <laughs> it was neat. Yeah, it was a neat. Wow. Yeah, I... Pardon me. Oh my gosh. I I think I saw an eagle when I was in Michigan once, um, but I'm I not totally wore my sure eagle because it was at like, the top of the tree. <laughs> Just made me fly higher. Oh yay! Oh, I can't wait to send you this. Okay, so one thing um, this guy that's going to be on our podcast posted about was like 
like, I need a cat so that I can post it on my Snapchat story. And I was like, that's so funny. My podcast partner always posts, like, her cat, da da and we were talking about that. And I was like, I always post pictures of my dog. And as I go to this person's page who doesn't have any cats, she's, she has two dogs, she's got a lot of cats posted on here. It's like one picture of a cat. I They're not even her cats. cats. She's like, just I posting other people's, other cats. people's cats. I don't know. She's kind of funny. <laughs> Okay, so yes, it is just two cool. two eagles in a field, but um, it's still super cool. She has a video of it. I wish I – it's not a public poster. I would just, like, send you the video. It's so cool, though. They're, like, beautiful birds. On. When I was going, actually, through all of my yeah, feathers, cool. I realized I have another eagle feather. <laughs> yes, but I didn't know what it was at first. No was, way. Like, oh, no. So – so I have a big oh and a little baby gosh. eagle feather. So. Yeah. And here we yeah. are talking well, about and two it's funny eagles. because wow. I'm getting in the habit of um because like I like using tarot cards and oracle cards and stuff like that. I've always been drawn to them even since I first opened up spiritually. <clears throat> That's the no. devil's work, Allison. Sorry, I had to. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much been the theme of the podcast since we started recording today. Yeah, it's tool. It is. What did you say? It it kind of went out. You. (laughs) But I like it. it, To be honest, it. I like it. uh, The end goal is you don't need a deck of cards to read somebody's energy and tell them what they need to know and connect it with their spirit guides. But I think the deck of cards just helps people believe it more. Right. It's a tool, right? Because like hmm. at the end of the day, yeah, you really don't sure. need that to connect in and tell them a story. But I think it helps the person who's in front of you believe it more when you can use that tool to show them. Right? Right? Because it really yeah. is. You're just reading energy. That's, yeah. that's what you're doing. You're connecting in and you're reading energy. Um, so what I've started to do is carry a tarot deck around with me. Um, to try and just like get it to soak in my energy, soak in. And like every day I'm pulling a different card and meditating on it. So like that's my card of the day and, and it will help like eventually like I'll just learn and trust my intuition and know, and it has all my power and magic in it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But the card I ended up pulling yesterday was like so in alignment with what I was doing. I love it. It was. Oh, tell us, tell us, tell us what card it was. Which is you don't have to tell us. Card number two. Yeah. Which is all about intellect and secret journeys and the feminine and like all of it. So like it couldn't have been a more perfect card for what I did yesterday, right? And then we're talking about the divine two. will. So there's the number two. The it's about the the brain coming together, the right and the left, the balance, like all of it, right? The secret mysteries. And there's the two. It's 1102 There's the right two now. again. But two is very significant. Male, female, <laughs> um, you know, yang and yang, dark and light. Like, it's a powerful number. Oh, my gosh. And I – okay, so we, you and I get onto the subject a lot of polarity. And because I was, um, re- like, kind of, like, in a Christian Catholic mindset when I was – you know, the weird thing is, is that Saturday when I went on my little spiritual journey, I got on to looking up like people from like holy, I'm going to call them holy people, whatever you want to call them, because I don't know how else to say it. Um, I got onto that subject because I'm obsessed with like analyzing <laughs> the show Breaking Bad. Isn't that super weird? 
But that's how I got into it. I watched like four minutes of Breaking Bad and I was like, I'm going to do some research. Like I got some crazy theories when it comes to that show, which I might just do like my own soul podcast on or write a book on it or something. But anyway, so I was like, I was on to this thing of looking up like holy people. And then the next day, this lady sent me the, it's like a two hour long documentary. And in that, it talks about the Holy Trinity. And I was thinking that the, the, the Trinity is that you are. Yeah, so the Trinity the is created. Yeah, so right? the Trinity is you're the vessel. when the two come together. Yeah. So look at the. Yeah, tri- you're that vessel that. Look at the triangle. You connect have the, the two points the at the bottom, but they come up to one. Right? So it's finding the balance, yeah. it's finding yourself in the middle. That's what creates the Trinity. Yeah, I have a feeling the Earth isn't flat. It's a triangle. There's topics for a whole other day, guys. Is there not pictures from I'm space that makes series. it round? Like I'm. No, they're all edited. A hundred percent of NASA's photos are are artist renditions. A hundred percent of them. There are no. Actual I find that hard Earth. to believe because they can't get far enough. No, it's true. It's this is the truth. You could even go on the NASA website and read it. Like, like it, you, we can't get far enough away from the Earth to even take a, a full picture so, of it. So, so it's satellites on the putting a bunch of pictures together. Like, I don't. Okay, I don't you know, know I mean? and like I can't say any of, any of this stuff. Like I know it, but the but the flat Earth theory is legit. It is a legit theory, and and one of the best ways to to prove it is through solar eclipses because this theory of a solar eclipse, if you believe in it, then you have to believe that light can bend. There's no other way to, to like, that's the best argument for flat earth is that you can't bend light. Um, and, and if you can, then that's a whole, I don't know. Like, it's just a whole other, that's just a, a tunnel to go down. So I am not a flat earther, but I'm not a round earther either. Like, I'm like, I don't know until I go up there and see it myself. It's something that I don't even care about because is it really going to affect me and my everyday life and what I'm really dealing with? The only reason, yeah, well, the only reason I started caring about it is because I'm so into motors, which are controlled by magnets, which are controlled by the theory of gravity. So once I started studying the theory of gravity, I realized that Albert Einstein's theory of gravity is incorrect. So then I got into Tesla's theory of gravity, which means that you would have to question all of modern day science, including cell theory. And then once I got into cell theory, I'm like, well, cells are considered round. I was like, mate. And then I, I don't know, I just got down that tunnel. So for me, it's interesting for that reason. I mean, it doesn't matter to me either way either, honestly. Like, but is, I just find like, it interesting so funny. to like, learn like, that's about. totally the left brain. And it, like, <laughs> I find myself sitting sometimes with people. I'm like, I am totally a right brain. Like, I am your artistic, creative, head in the clouds, feet in the sand person. <laughs> oh, I'm so left brain. Do you know what else I stumbled upon on the weekend on Saturday night? I stumbled upon and only I feel only I of all the people I know, I think I'm the only person who could stumble upon this. I stumbled on the patent for brain chips, artificial intelligence brain chips that was patented in 2018. Stumbled across it completely like wasn't even looking for it. I'm like, oh, what's this? Oh, a patent. Oh, let me check it out. I love looking at patents and I'm reading through it and I'm like, this is a patent for brain chips, for artificial intelligent brain chips. And I go through it, through it, through it. I'm like, 
yeah, that's what this is. And then I figured out why, and my theory about why I'm being like bugged is totally correct. It's called smoting. I'm being smoted right now because I fall under category B in this art of, anyways, it's, that's a whole other subject for a whole other day. And we're really getting over our time here, but yeah, it was quite the left. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I I do get them sometimes. Oh boy. It's not that I don't, but it's just, it's one I need to know something. <laughs> and maybe that's why, you know, you and I are so strong. It's finding that balance. Year because it's finding the balance. We need the power right? of both of us. Like you can't live all polarity. Your heart, but you can't live all out of your brain. You yeah. need to find balance. I like it. <laughs> no, you sure can't. Exactly. Yeah. And they say yeah. a lot of healers have told me I have yeah, a blocked heart chakra. Should. So Maybe I should I get up there to see you. Come on. Maybe I should. I know. And I don't want to do it distance. And I, I truly believe, because I do feel so connected to you, that it is possible for you to do it at a distance. It'd just be more fun to do it in person. So I, I fully I believe that it's possible. It's just I, girl I would just rather do it in person. So anyhow. Yeah. Yep. It's the girl, actually. Oh, yay. Remember the cat That's I told awesome. you that hit? That's so great to hear. It's that... Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I hope that I hope that you guys have a really nice I think it will. healing. I think it's divine timing magically loving for experience. her for the time being right for her. Awesome. So do I. I think about her often. So if my if my name comes up by any chance, I mean I'm not saying bring it up, just I think about her often and I feel so bad I never uh followed through with booking my appointment with her, but um yeah, I Who? think she's. I, I really think she is a strong woman. That's that's my Sorry, thought of her. This? Is that she's just a strong woman, like always has been. Ever since I met her, when I was not the, the same person, the same person. I think when I think of her, I Do think you, strong are we woman talking because the same I met her when I was like nineteen at a coffee shop. Sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I don't think so. Um, no, I don't think we are. <laughs> We'll talk about it off air. Me too. Anyways, I love strong women. We're definitely businesses. not talking about the And same I think person. we are not talking about the same person. But we do love strong okay. women in business. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you're... <laughs> I love strong women in business. Very That's welcome. a great way to end it. Okay. Thank Have you, Allison. Girl. And uh, I can't wait to talk.